welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with our Spotify wrapped. Hell yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's exciting. Um, we're doing some December streaming recommendations. And we're also talking about Chromatica Oreos. Wow. <laughs> really just dangle that bait right there. That's right. <laughs> you have to listen to the whole pod to get to the Chromatica Oreos. Exactly. So. Okay, before we get into the show, please follow us on social media. Uh, on Twitter, we're at teatime underscore 33. And Instagram, we've got a lot of good polls, a lot of amazing exclusive Tea Time content. And we're at Tea Time Pod. All right, before we get into the show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reels always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right. Like we said, we are going to check in with our 2020 Spotify wrapped. Uh, we're company women, as you all know, <laughs> listening. Um, and if you don't know, it's basically every year Spotify releases a bunch of data about how you listen throughout the year, basically until October, which I respect because Christmas music doesn't fuck with the mm -hmm. algorithm, but a lot of other things do, which we'll talk about later. Anyway, it came out this week. It's very popular to, you know, post it on social media, exchange like info with each other. And a lot of really good shit came out between this <laughs> Tea Time squad that I want to talk about. But first, Thank you guys so much for posting and tagging us when you were listening to Tea Time and Ringer Dish. Yes. So sweet. It makes me so happy. And that was just like really, I don't know, heartwarming. I feel like I just got a really good kick out of it. Same. Um, yeah. Okay. Kate, what's on your Spotify wrapped? What have you learned? I'm so glad you asked. First of all, I just was surprised how big of a thing this was. Maybe it's I'm just paying more attention because we <laughs> do work for Spotify now. And I remember mm -hmm. it in years past, but like as soon as it went up, like the night that it went up, it was everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I just don't remember it being as big of a thing in uh, previous years. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Okay, so my Spotify rap. First of all, I listened to 22,000 minutes of music, which I don't think is very much. First I saw it and I was like, that's a ton. And then I was looking at everyone else's, maybe not on this podcast, but like on social media. People were like in the 50,000, 60,000s. I'm like, you got, like, that's extreme. That's, that's a really lot of, super that's a extreme. lot of music. And I listen mm -hmm. to it throughout my workday. So like, I feel like I already listened to a lot. So mm -hmm. maybe, I don't know. I thought that was a lot. 
But my main takeaway was that I think I'm a Swifty now, you guys. Oh, wow. Wow. People, people who listen to Ringer, Ringer Dish may be like, yeah, of course you are. You've done two Taylor Swift podcasts in the last <laughs> month, which is true. Or the last, I guess, couple months. Taylor Swift was my second, my second artist. BTS was my wow. top artist, which was not surprising. And then it was mm-hmm. all K-pop beyond that. But I <laughs> did not realize I had listened to Folklore that much. Yeah, uh, but Taylor apparently Swift I have. Is a sneaky one because unfortunately, mm. I too am a Swifty. <laughs> that was my top artist, and I don't know how. Yes. Like, I don't even think I am that big of a fan, and yet your music just really racks up. I don't know how every year she's in my top five, and I didn't even like folklore. I'm listening to Lover still. <laughs> It's wild. I think part of it with folklore for me was that like I did all my music listening on like long depressed quarantine walks. Sure. And so folklore just hit at the perfect time for me to be like walking through like suburban Indiana neighborhoods just like yeah, feeling that sad makes sense. and depressed. Yeah, that makes and sense. And was just like, hell yeah, Taylor Swift. So I think that was part of it. Did you guys get the stat that was like you were in the point blank percent or the blank <laughs> yeah. percent of yes. listeners. So I got yeah. that before seeing everybody else's results. It was feeling really cool. I think I'm in the top 5% of Taylor Swift listeners, which it turns out is not that impressive, but right. I thought it was because <laughs> the real fans, like people racked up to be like, you're in the point. Oh, oh, that's wild. Yeah. Whatever. It's crazy. Yeah. I got top 4% of BTS listeners, which I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Great job, Kate. And then I was like, BTS fans are literally insane. Like, I'm not yeah. even close Smack to the, the, top, the yeah. top percentage of that. <laughs> I think it'd be more interesting to see people like get, you're you're in the 99th percentile or something, you know? Right. Yeah. The yeah. opposite. Like, yeah, like for me, it'd be like you're in the 99th percentile of like Kanye West users. That's true. <laughs> I wonder the songs that I listen to one single time or like right. hit skip yeah. every time it came up. Yeah. yeah. That would be good. I actually want to know what songs you skip the most. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun one. Yeah. Like, here's the song you got most tired of, <laughs> but yeah. we're too lazy to take it off your playlist. Exactly. Right. Uh, I also, I think that Spotify rap should have a thing where you can just get rid of songs that you accidentally looped. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I, I think BTS would have been my top artist regardless, but there was a day where I accidentally looped a song that they did with Love, L-A-U-V. Is it Love? Uh-huh. How, how do you oh, see his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't remember how it happened, but I know that I like came back to my phone and it was still on loop. And that was my... Uh, third most played song of the year. <laughs> I wow. genuinely, and like I liked it, but it was literally just because of that day. It probably played yeah. 50 times in a row before I realized yeah. it. So I just wish there was a feature where I could be like, actually, that was a fluke. Can we just yeah. get rid of that? I agree. I, th- where I feel like True. we're just handing out ideas left and right, but I also <laughs> want to feature next about year. This? <laughs> Seriously. Um, I also want to feature that like weeds out the workout music because that fucked yes. with my stats so much. Not that like I even worked out that much, but I guess <laughs> I just that took up like, or I guess it was the repetitive songs that I listened mm-hmm. to, which is how in my top five songs, three of them are like songs that I listen to work out. And mm. I want the stats where it's like on an average Liz Kelly day, she turned on this instead because workout songs, it's like, you right. know, I, I feel like I'm a hype beast. If you look at these stats, <laughs> like I should be clubbing in Miami. <laughs> I'm looking at your list. Which ones were the workout songs? Is Higher Stupid Love, Love Higher Stupid Love, Love and okay. Rush. Honestly, if you need like determination and like to get through a workout, turn on this song called Rush. I don't know how I'll send this out, but I will in some way. <laughs> it's really good. It's like the ultimate hype you up. Just like get you through a workout song. But yeah. Liz, your like, top five was actually pretty good. What yeah. Your, your artists Kygo were pretty good. As number two is tough. Kai goes some fun stuff though. Yeah. Uh, Miley Cyrus is number three. No surprise. Love King that. Princess four and Maggie Rogers five. That's, That's good. That's pretty solid. That's Amelia, not embarrassing. What do you have? 
Wait, we got to go to Kaya first. We got to end we with Amelia. To, yes. Okay. Yeah, fine. All right, Kaya, hop on. Right. So I um, share a Spotify account with my boyfriend. And so I didn't think this was going to affect it as much, but apparently it did. And apparently he's a big Wiz Khalifa fan. <laughs> you can admit that you are, Kaya. We know it's you. Oh you can tell God. us. Uh, so my top Iconic. five artists were Wiz Khalifa, number one. Oh my God. Ellis. Dream, number two, which I literally could not tell you who that is. <laughs> Juicy J, number three. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And then Fleetwood Mac, number four. And mm-hmm. Maggie like Rogers, that. number five. So nice. I wonder if you guys can tell which are right. mine. <laughs> yeah. So how do you guys, how do you split an account? How does that work? Because a lot of people came out and they were talking about how, like, the other person they share it with messed with the stats. Like, <laughs> how does that work out really, Kaya? Well, you can't both be listening at the same time because we don't have a family account. We just have one shared account. So like Mm -hmm. basically whenever I'm not listening to my Spotify, I guess apparently my boyfriend is listening to the Spotify. (laughs) He like really is listening to the Spotify. Yeah, (laughs) really. (laughs) So, and it dominated my top songs too. I'm not even going to list off these top songs. These guys are not going to know where they're from. Nick, hop off the Spotify. Get your own account. Get some taste, Nick. Apparently, uh, he was in the top 1% for Wiz Khalifa listeners. So, congrats to him. (laughs) Oh, my God, Nick. And I'm going to claim Fleetwood Mac as my actual number one. There you go. Yes. yes. Respectable. Respectable. That's definitely. Now, let's go to Amelia because I think it's even more chaotic. This is really embarrassing. I feel like half of my brand has been like, I hate country music and like, I don't like country music. Like I say that every chance I get like Jason Gallagher, he, you know, loves country music. And I just love being like, well, guess what? I hate it. But it turns out I don't (laughs) think I hate country music because (laughs) this is so I'm like actually so when I got these stats, because I thought (laughs) WAP was going to be my number one song because I kept playing it. It was it's like maybe top 15. And oh it's my God. my number one artist. I'm in like the top 3%. Uh, fucking Tim McGraw. Oh my God, Amelia. And it's, Who and the are thing you? Is, I don't know. And the thing is, there. I'm looking through my top 20 songs. I only have one Tim McGraw song. So I just played that song over and over and over and over again. Because it is also my top song. It's the song Something Like That from his album A Place in the Sun from 1999. <laughs> It's <laughs> honest, it's egregious. This Amelia, is, is this a, is this because of quarantine and the pandemic, or do you think in a regular calendar year you would also be listening to that very specific Tim McGraw song? No, I, well, I just love that Tim McGraw song. It's like I, mm. I rediscovered we it this year. Well, yes, yeah, and I would and like I don't listen to music that much, I guess, on Spotify or really in general because I um only had like ten thousand minutes, I guess, mm. which I guess is low. I thought it was high, but um according to everyone else, it's low. And I would go on bike rides like a bunch, but I always wanted like happy songs, you know? Mm. And so Mm -hmm. this song is very much a happy song. And then I think it was on a playlist with like only five other songs because my, this is so embarrassing. The second most played song was the cruise remix from Florida Georgia line featuring Nelly. God, it is a good song though. To your credit, it's a great good. song. I gotta give you props. Song. That's a fantastic song. But to play it that much to be your number two I song, know. Is like- I literally saw this and I was like, "This is this is correct." <laughs> but it was correct. Oh 
my God. And my favorite, uh, or not my favorite, but my top decade was the 2000s. So classic. Which, yeah. You know, makes sense. No surprise but there. Then the third most played song was a song by Jody Messina called Bye Bye. Is that country too? I don't know. It's her. country too. Oh, oh no. my God. I know. Who are you? have you? no legs to stand on when we talk about Blake Shelton anymore. You are a part of that world. <laughs> oh, my God. Whether you God. like it or not. It's really, it's embarrassing. But You um, have some really good, you have some real gems. I'm looking at the uh, screenshot you sent us of like your top 10. Okay. You, you also have a Daughtry song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Amelia. Love Chris Daughtry. <laughs> love Chris Daughtry. Oh, I have a Miley Cyrus song, Party yeah. in the USA, Liz. Party hey. in the USA. And you also have <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. So. Miley, why is I it do. not Midnight Sky or whatever? <laughs> Weren't you like, every time we talked about Miley Cyrus, you're like, stream Midnight Sky. It's so good. But I just love those older songs. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's been a weird year, you know? I mean, yeah. I was looking at my past year's rap. Did you guys do that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And John Mayer's In Your Atmosphere was number two or number one for the past two years. Yeah, so I do a lot of John Mayer over the years as well. A, a lot. Nice comfort you know? music. Mm-hmm. It really nice comfort music. But mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I guess my goal, my, um, what's the, my, my New Year's resolution in 2021 is to like listen to better music on Spotify. <laughs> okay. So I'm not embarrassed. Next when we do go. this Start in a year from now. now in December yeah. of 2021 and we have a Tea Time episode <laughs> covering our that year's wrapped, I better see some um, other some genres results. in there. Me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's been hard, but it's never too early, <laughs> Amelia. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. Let's go to the next category. It's this week in social media slash not worth the tea. We haven't changed this category. We're sticking to the hybrid. Um, <laughs> That's right. I'm starting with some social media news and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. I don't know if you've seen on TikTok, there's this trend. It's like where you have a big group of people, basically. I've seen it. They're like very famous one that's going around is like the entire Kardashian family is sitting in a room on FaceTime and you like cold call, like cold FaceTime people in your contact list. And then Mm. they answer and you don't say anything and you just stare at them and you just like (laughs) see what they do. So the one that's super viral is the Kardashian family's one. It's literally like a who's who of like celebrities at large. They call Jennifer Lawrence, Justin Bieber, Haley Bieber, like separately, Tristan Thompson, Travis Scott, like they called everybody. And then they just sit there and like everyone reacted in like a a myriad of ways. Like Jennifer Lawrence held her phone to a wall for the first two seconds and then was like, oh, I just had to make sure this was real, which is like, that's a smart celeb. Wow. (laughs) Tristan Thompson looked like the life fucking shot out of his ass. He was so scared, like seeing all of them in one room, you know, maybe he was going to be in trouble again. Anyways, fucking <laughs> hilarious. Which brings me to my question. What is your guys' like FaceTime etiquette? Do you like send a text being like, hello, are you available? Do you cold FaceTime people? I feel like there's actually now kind of like rules around how you call people. I don't really FaceTime at all. Um, really? But if I did, I would send a text first. And my biggest pet yeah. peeve is when people FaceTime in public, like in a grocery oh. store. The other yeah, day that's... I was in a grocery store and a woman was FaceTiming someone what? next to her. And like you could hear their audio. You could see her holding. I was like, you're I... in a grocery store. Oh, wow. That's wild. That really that... annoys me a lot. Uh, I, yeah, that yeah, annoys me too. I don't FaceTime much. Amelia, do you FaceTime? I do FaceTime, but usually it's like, I'll set up a FaceTime with a friend. So like, it'll Mm. be like a week in advance being like, okay, we should FaceTime at this hour or, Mm -hmm. and then the only person that I just like FaceTime just randomly, I have like one friend who I just randomly FaceTime sometimes. 
because That's he has nice. a dog. So it's like, okay. 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 So you like can could like cold call. I feel like if I FaceTimed anybody, no one would pick up my calls. Like no one. <laughs> I feel everyone is I just like you. too antsy. I don't know. No one wants to like pick up unexpectedly anymore. Well, and it's also like you have to sit there for a while. I feel like that <laughs> yeah. is that's stare kind of your like the rule. Yeah. <laughs> and you have not only do you have to stare at your face like looking down with like thousands mm-hmm. of chins like man, now, <laughs> but you also I feel like it's different than like a regular like quick phone call. It's more like, hey, yeah. we're going to be talking for an hour at least. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's an event, I'm a polished so. woman. I don't like and who knows what I look like throughout the day. I want to be prepared that I'll like right. someone will be seeing right. me. Liz, Regardless. who like puts on makeup to do this podcast still. I <laughs> have to try. Surprising. It makes me feel something. <laughs> That's good. No, I don't even like that. anyone's watching these Zooms besides all of us, but oh well. <laughs> okay, what else is happening either in social media or not worth the tea? Oh man. Well, okay. So people, I guess, you know, they're saying, hey, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna, they are dating. Uh, apparently, Kate, you said that Twitter doesn't believe it. No. Twitter is extremely skeptical of this news. <laughs> well, and they have been friends for a while. It says on TMZ that they've been friends since at least 2013 when he opened for her Diamonds World tour. But I guess recently they've just been stepping out more together. I don't know. I mean, I think I I don't know. Sure. I, I, I'm into it. But also, if they want to be friends, that's fine, too. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I mean, I guess Rihanna is unpredictable. I'm just mm-hmm. like, you've been friends since 2013. Like what changed? You know, Mm -hmm. that's true. You know, that is actually true. It feels a little bit too expected. I don't know. She she's such a unique and kind of like unexpected woman. I feel like that. I feel like oh, dating a close friend. I want her to date some like very. I don't know. I feel like her dating profile is all over the place. I want her to do something crazy next. Not an old friend. I want her to go back to that billionaire that she was dating. Do you remember that? Yeah, like the oil magnate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go back to him. (laughs) That was wild. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I like that. Next thing, who knows what the uh, through line of this category is, but we're (laughs) pivoting completely in that some news came out this week that is like not directly this person's fault, but like she is in every headline about this news. Yeah. And I feel like I shout her out every week now, but my friend Sui sent this to me being like, this is tea time content. (laughs) Anyway, Addison Rae's movie, the remake, remix of She's All That, Mm. shut down. Union Station in Los Angeles this week, um, which was a COVID testing site and took away all the appointments that were scheduled for that day. And obviously it's a really shitty mood. Just fucking film somewhere else or don't film at all. Um, COVID testing is more important. But Addison Rae has literally been in every headline. It's like Addison Rae's a movie, blah, 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 which like I am not 100% sure that this is Addison Rae's fault. However, she's the face of it. That's what you get for being you know, as famous as she is. But yeah, not great for that remake. <laughs> really bad look. Yeah, not Extremely. Not good. That falls under the not worth the tea um, yes. part of that category. <laughs> yes. Okay, what else? Some good news, some celebrity news this week. Elliot Page, who's the star of Juno and Whip It and currently the Umbrella Academy, uh, came out as trans on social media. Um, and he shared his new pronouns, which are he, they, and just posted a long letter about um, you know, his personal journey and, and you know, the things that trans people face in the world. Obviously, the internet reacted the way that it usually does. There was an outpouring of support and there was an outpouring of hate, which is just how the world works, unfortunately, still. 
But I'm just going to read the last paragraph because I just think it's important to celebrate these things as they happen. Yeah. And as people share who they really are with the rest of the world, which is obviously really difficult and very brave. And um, it's he, one piece of good news. Like, literally right, just exactly. One. <laughs> yes. So we're celebrating what we can while we can. <laughs> right. um, Elliot wrote, I love that I'm trans and I love that I'm queer. And the more I hold myself close and fully embrace who I am, the more I dream, the more my heart grows and the more I thrive. To all trans people who deal with harassment, self-loathing, abuse, and the threat of violence every day, I see you, I love you, and I will do everything I can to change this world for the better. Thank you for reading this. All my love, Elliot. So yeah, just something to celebrate. Fucking um, love him. Really yeah, happy for Elliot. Extremely yeah. brave. And yeah, some good news this week. Good time to be a Juno stand. God. Everyone yeah. oh, knows I mean, how much I stand Juno. <laughs> always a good time to be a Juno stand. <laughs> Fucking rewatch that movie. It's great. Iconic. Oh, okay. What else? What else? Oh, yeah. That's, that's going to be hard to top because this is just... Again, <laughs> we're diving is, back <laughs> we're into diving the dumpster. In, into the dumpster. <laughs> we're peering out. It's really... It's thick, you guys. There's a lot of trash. Um, <laughs> so, The mass Singer. Um, as you know, one of my favorite TV shows. It's actually... We're g- down to the finals, people. Next week, I think, is the finals. So, th- th- we have three singers in the finals because last night... Who went home? It was like three against three. So they they paired each person up with another person, and then like somehow they quickly got the results. They're like, okay, we're voting right now. And then two seconds later, they're like, okay, the votes have been tallied. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how that works, but okay, perhaps um, a voter fraud. There's some, yeah, yeah, there's some voter fraud going on on the Mass Singer. <laughs> uh, okay, so who went home was Jellyfish, who turned out to be Chloe Kim. The uh, snowboarder. Oh, wow. oh, okay. Yeah, I was no shocked. Olympics this year, so you gotta you gotta make yep. your appearances. Gotta fill the time exactly. somehow. <laughs> exactly, and she has a good voice. Great. Um, Popcorn was Taylor Dane, who I guess is an '80s singer. I've never heard of her before, but cool. uh, no idea. I also forced my dad into watching this with me because we we thought we were gonna watch Guys Grocery Games, but it was the Take Home <laughs> Guys Grocery Games, so it was the COVID version. Where so they're oh, not they're tough. at people's houses doing it over Zoom, and I'm like, I don't. I would rather see a fucking Guys Grocery Games that I've seen like 20 times before <laughs> from 2017. Absolutely, than see this Take Home of one, course. right? Same. Yeah, same. So we watched The Masked Singer. Um. And then Seahorse was Tori Kelly. So, oh, oh wow. Okay. She's like, has a great voice. She does have a great voice. Um, huh. Why was she sent home, Amelia? What happened? I don't, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know how they make these decisions. It's again, <laughs> I think there is some fraud going on. It <laughs> this is all just, the way up to the top. It does go up to the top. <laughs> but going into the finals, we have Crocodile, who people think is Nick Cannon. Um, okay. Okay. Oh no, not Nick Cannon. I'm sorry. Nick Cannon is the host. I'm I was so like, sorry. Isn't he already? <laughs> Me and Katie just absolutely didn't question that. <laughs> We're like, sure. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> we thought it'd be so funny if it turns out it was him all along and he's been like running back and forth. Oh my God. That's backstage. a free idea. <laughs> like, fucking puts on the costume, that's sings. <laughs> You're onto something. I'm not joking. That's good. Oh my god, it's oh, a big twist. It. That's so okay. It's, it's, <laughs> okay, so no, no, okay. Which Nick Sorry, actually Nick Carter, is it? Nick Carter from okay. Backstreet Boys. Oh, very different. Okay, yeah, d- different Nick. Um, and then they're saying the son is Leanne Rhymes. I saw that. Yeah, cool. um, which I just want to say. She, so she sang the Billie Eilish song when the party's over, and she she has a good voice. Like, yes, of course. But everyone got overly emotional. Like Nicole Scherzinger <laughs> started crying. And this is what I saw articles about. That's the only reason I knew it was Leanne Rhymes because it was like everywhere. Yes. And but 
the whole judging panel got overly emotional and like very sage about it. And they had freaking Craig Robinson, who was hosting the Masked Dancer, as the guest judge. And he, this is, this is a verbatim, yes, this is a verbatim quote after he saw the sun perform. All my life, I felt the heat of the sun. I had never heard the voice of the sun until now. What? what? Yeah, yeah. And then Nicole Scherzinger goes, wow. <laughs> it was that cannot be real. <laughs> no. Was the performance that amazing, Amelia? Did you feel? It was fine. It was, was fine. fine. It was good. No, it was wow. good. But it wasn't like, wow, I'm going to start crying. Harsh critic. Which everyone yeah. did. I, well, I mean, Jenny, my girl, Jenny McCartney. McCarthy. McCarthy. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting girl. everyone's names missed. I'm so sorry. Jenny McCarthy. See, they're just, they're all D-listers, so it doesn't really matter. But um, yeah. it does matter. This is journalism. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, Jenny News McCarthy. To me. She, she was just trying to squirt out one single tear, you know? <laughs> she t- couldn't do it, but she looked over at Nicole, and Nicole was like sobbing, so she was like, oh, yeah, and she like touched her face. I was like, Jenny, don't lie to us. This is why that acting career didn't oh. quit. Pick up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, sorry. Okay, so the people who are going into the finals are Crocodile, Sun, and Mushroom. And we also got a masked dancer preview because, you know, again, Craig was there. He's the host. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it, he in the preview, he was in a marching uniform. And again, I don't know how they're going to do it, but they showed a montage of people like doing the worm and just break dancing and stuff. And it's like, I don't understand how you're supposed to guess what celebrity right. is by right. Dan- That's also, a great point. <laughs> I have not seen a lot of the mass singer to be completely honest with you, but <laughs> those okay. costumes feel very um obtrusive. Like how are you yes. supposed, don't they have like enormous things yes. on their head and like these big wings? Like how are yep. you supposed to dance with that? I I don't know because the masks and everything were the same. Like how can a popcorn dance? I, <laughs> you're freaking telling me. I don't wow. know. It's I wild. To tune in. Uh, we'll have to tune in. That's because, how they get you. Well, and Ashley Tisdale's a judge. Paula Abdul. Fucking wow. Brian Austin Green. Ew. Ew. And <laughs> Ken Jung is back. Wow. A what real can lineup. that man do? Wow. That's a deep bench right there. So wow. <laughs> get ready for mass Dancer updates, everyone. Can't wait. I, I wish we could just move on to the next category, but I got one last piece of news that kind no, of this applies. Is this is good. Um, Selling Sunset's Chrishell, who I love, I can't help but love, is dating someone else on Dancing with the Stars. She was in the mix this season. Um, and then one of the pros, his name is Kio Matsepe, and they're dating. And they like came out on Instagram, all official and all lovey-dovey. But it's crazy because she was rumored to actually be with her partner, Gleb. And like Gleb. kind of maybe like cause some of the divorce that happened between him and his ex-wife. <laughs> anyway, apparently right. not at all. And she's like happily cuffed now. So good for they're you, Chriselle. They're a hot couple too. They're both very they look great together. Really I don't are. I didn't really know who either of them were, but I was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. You go, girl. Stay in just stay at your business. Yeah. Just don't yeah. talk yeah. about your divorce. Onwards <laughs> and upwards for Chriselle. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. 
Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Okay, next category. Let's do Tea Time's December streaming recs. So, Kate, you want to give a little backstory about this episode and well, what's coming up next week? <laughs> it's, I mean, I just want to preface it. It's nobody's fault, but it's kind of my fault. So no cringe <laughs> mode this fine. week because uh, we got screeners for The Prom, which is the Ryan Murphy movie with Meryl Streep, et cetera, et cetera. And we're going to do a cringe mode of that next week because <laughs> we thought it was this week. It's in theaters this week. It's on Netflix next week. So just heads up, we're going to spoil some things next week. So ahead of next week's episode, watch it on Netflix right. um, when it comes out next Friday. And then we'll break it down for you. This week, instead, we're going to do December streaming recs. Uh, other things to watch, including the prom, just as we get into the holiday season. Yeah, uh, definitely didn't yeah. come up with this category 30 minutes before we were supposed to record. Definitely not. We're professionals. Well thought out. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, Kate, like, what are you recommending? <laughs> so, first of all, just like all holiday viewing still, I need people... Mm to send me baking show recommendations because mm. I have almost, I'm on the very last season of the Great British Bake Off that I can Ooh. watch that is available. Uh, and I'm just going to have some real withdrawal. So I need people to wait. send me. I don't know if I should watch Mary Berry's show. Oh. I don't wait. know. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I've been watching a lot of Food Channel recently. Okay. They have a lot of guys. I mean, it's not like holiday, but it's guys grocery games on Netflix. <laughs> hey, so what is this? <laughs> Okay, okay, well, well then, okay, then forget about that. No, Actually, tell me yeah, what it is, Yeah, though. what is it? Oh, you don't know what Guy's Grocery Games is? Okay, so no. it's Guy Fieri, and he is like, okay, I'm taking three chefs, and we're gonna go to a warehouse, well, it's like this warehouse in, like, uh, upstate California, and um, they, it's, 
decked out to be like a grocery store. So it has all the grocery store stuff, but it is a warehouse. And he's like, okay, three, two, one, go. And they have to grab like all the supplies and they have like a, like a secret, not a secret, but one thing that they have to make. They're like, okay, we need like a, a deconstructed, uh, hamburger and then they get to shop for hamburger but also all the accoutrements and then they get it back to their station and they have to like make it in under mm. like 30 minutes or something I think it's 30 minutes it might be an hour I think it's 30 minutes no how long do they hour. have to shop well it's uh as long like as they want seconds? No, no, no. As long Damn, as they I was want they had to like <laughs> no but but they have but it's the time is sure combined so like you have to shop in that time and also create your meal and get it all set out in that time and it's really fun because they're like all sweaty and I guess one I haven't seen a bunch of episodes my dad has Mm -hmm. and I guess one time this one person was making food and they're you know going really really fast and he was like sweating really super hard and the judges like refused to eat the food because he was sweating so hard Um, wow yeah, but it's actually, it's really fun. How much is Guy Fieri in it? Because you know, I love Guy question. Fieri. I'll watch he's, basically anything he does. Yes, he's, he's, so he's the host, but he also is in with like the little quips and he'll go around to each mm. station being like, hey, okay. what's up? Can I cut these like carrots for you? And, you <laughs> know, right. he, he's, he's, he's around. That's actually a good follow up to the Great British Bake Off because Guy Fieri is just like the chaotic alternate universe. Yeah. Like yeah. tethered of Paul Hollywood. Oh my so, God, he is. <laughs> that's a, that's a good, that's a good follow up. Up. So thank you. I, so will, I will I uh, will run that by my mom and let you know what she thinks. <laughs> and also, um, I do also want to recommend, I'm sorry, one, go ahead. <laughs> really quick, but Hulu has the great like Christmas cookie bake-off Ooh. where they bake cookies. Oh, God. I'm all that about that. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's actually really good. Okay, great. I feel like I'm all set now. I almost um, forgot what we were talking about. Okay. Um, so what I mean, else do you those, have were, those were streaming wrecks. They Come literally on. were. I know. I got distracted uh, by Guy Fieri. Again, we put a lot of work into this category. Yes. <laughs> My uh, show that I'm determined to watch this month is Euphoria. And oh, wow. I tried to watch it before. I didn't get all the way through it. It's very depressing. But actually, I think oh. if I do a combo of cheery baking shows and euphoria I can get all the way through it this month and the reason that I have a new sense of urgency is because um, there are going to be two new special episodes of euphoria I think one this month I think one is already on HBO Max today and then it goes on regular HBO on the 6th and then there'll be another special episode coming so I want to see I want to see what they do with that I want to see a COVID euphoria episode oh you let me know what you think about euphoria season one you say that every time (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Just let me know, and obviously sandwich that with like some really good like I will. Nice content. I'll, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep the mood up with the the holiday Christmas cookies. Yeah. Um. <laughs> big news. I'm watching The Crown finally. Woo! I'm so very behind. I'm on season one, but I'm ready to be embraced by the Crown Hive, basically Kate. And um, <laughs> yeah, I really you made fun it. of me watching The Crown for a long time. So I'm glad that you're finally on board. I will yeah. tell you season. Three is a little slow. Mm. So just power through it so you can get to Diana. Because season four is That's what I want to get to is I want to get to the more modern stuff and watch. Because Diana, the woman that they cast, looks. I mean, I'm so ready. I'm so excited. And then also what I've been watching, obviously, is The Bachelor. Amelia, I know you have two. Um, Plug, watch Amelia, please, on YouTube. It's also on social media. All Thorn. 
No, Rose Althorn. When does it air, Amelia? Well, usually right after the episode. So Tuesday nights, but I guess also maybe Monday. We don't know because they're switching it up. So, Oh, right. It's Mm. so good. It's just Amelia at her best. Um, A lot of takes, a lot of opinions. (laughs) So I actually wanted to do like a little mini. Just like take your temperature on a couple things happening in Bachelor like nation as a whole. Amelia, first of all, you're feeling okay about this season, right? I like it. Tisha's better. Tasha's a lot better than Claire. Claire mm-hmm. was just, oh my God. It's like, we get it. You want to marry someone. Okay. Right. Has Happy anything, for you and Dale. Has anything triggered, you know, how you, sometimes things get you really fired up, yeah. understandably. No, you please call this what you named it because yeah, I love it. Really Has good. this triggered like your, I'm going to call it the Amelia's like rageometer, where like, <laughs> it's like on the one end, you have Amelia mic in her hand. I wish you guys could see this on video. <laughs> and she's like, got her hands in the air and she's like waving her fists like this, talking about something. And on the other end, Amelia's like, fine, happy for you. Do what you want. And that's like the two sides <laughs> so of the spectrum. That's the spectrum. Yes. <laughs> yes. So true. There's nothing so more true. calm on either, on the other side of it. <laughs> no. Amelia, has anything like triggered you one way or the other? on this meter like the slouchy necklines of some of these guys t-shirts the clay penis which we saw this week an escape room date does any of this stuff tick you off are you kind of feeling calm about it all no it ticks me off like (laughs) I just want to say okay one we've been having a discussion well you me and Kaya have about Ben and we think we like he's attractive but he's more attractive on some random girl's TikTok because he's wearing a hat and he's not rocking that slouchy neckline that literally looks like, I don't know if you guys have seen that commercial, what's like for some fabric softener. And they're like, oh, when your V-neck looks like a, like a U-neck or something. I know exactly and, what you're talking about. Yep. It's very, yeah, it really sticks right. out as a commercial. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a classic. Exactly. And it's, it's classic and it's just, it's rage inducing. And his <laughs> neckline is like that commercial. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not understanding. Why? <laughs> It's worse than a V-neck, I think, but uh, yes. V-necks are bad in and of itself. V- yeah. V-necks are bad. It's just maybe just get us, go to Target, buy yeah. like a Hanes t-shirt. <laughs> How do you feel about Bennett? Oh my God. Okay. So first of all, I think Bennett, like I, it was funny when he came out being like, <laughs> I'm Christian Bale in uh, American Psycho. Like, yeah, that was fun. Thank you, producers. But mm-hmm. now Recently, he's become just a parody of himself. He's like mentioning Harvard every single, you know, time he's on camera. Like, okay, we we get it. You're smart. Okay, you went to Harvard. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, okay, if I went to Harvard, I would be excited too. But do you think the producers are making him do that, Amelia? I can't no, tell. He can't possibly fucking be like that, right? I, ooh, ooh, I think he might be. It's hard Maybe. to tell. It's hard yeah. to tell. But then he gave Noah this box where he was like, oh, I'm going to give you a box of things that, uh, you know, I think you should need. And he, he gave them like just a, a book on emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And like he was like, you have to be self-aware. And it's like, do you not understand that you're being completely unself-aware right now, you asshole? <laughs> and he's just engaging in this behavior that is just it should be beneath him because he's 36. But he's acting like he's 22. Like, it's just embarrassing. I'm sorry. Really, really quick. I have been trying to find a picture of this man's neckline because I didn't know what you were talking about. And I can't believe it's real. It's real. Wait, drop a picture of whatever you're looking at. I want to see it. Um, Amelia. Yes. Oh, keep going. Keep going. I was going to ask you I just want to say one more thing. And it's about the clay penis. 
Can we briefly talk about the clay penis? <laughs> because, of course. Oh, oh, let's see what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> that is insane. It's like, like I'm it's looking, photoshopped. It, wow. It, literally, it looks like I want to like see cleavage, but there's obviously none. So Right. It's like <laughs> yeah. if it goes too far, you're going to get a nip slip, like too far to one <laughs> yes, side. I cannot exactly. believe it. Anyway, I'm so sorry um, to interrupt. Please okay, continue. sorry. But they, okay. So in this previous episode, the guys had to make something out of clay that represented their time with Tasha thus far. And so people were making really cute things. Like I think someone made like a little heart out of clay. Blake, who we all liked and thought was a freaking nice dude with his wildlife, love of wildlife. Mm-hmm. He decides to make a fucking dick out of clay to represent his time with Tasha. I'm sorry, but are you? That wasn't the assignment. You're <laughs> what? The, what you're saying is pretty much you want to bone her, or you have everyone, boned her. It's just everyone so took it so rude. seriously. Everyone was like so genuine and sweet and gentle. Yes. And this guy comes out, and I guess in another like little interview, a confessional, one of the yeah. other guys was like, "Yeah, all he talks about is sex," which yes. like also added this weird element to. It. I was like, "Don't want to know about that weird move." Spencer mentioned it twice Mm -hmm. two separate times during one show about how much Blake loves sex which that's fine but don't fucking make a clay dick with your time I just it is so insulting to the process oh we got a fist we got a fist yeah we did okay (laughs) that's the the rage meter going off ding 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 (laughs) we got one single fist shake I just feel betrayed but it's whatever fine fine it's okay. okay. We'll keep checking in with this as the season gets like crazier and crazier. We're still kind of early on. Yeah. Um, and before we wrap the category, Amelia, do you have anything to recommend that is streaming currently? Yes. Okay. So sorry, quick. I just want to say that I want to prove that I don't have horrible taste in music because I'm really loving Megan Thee Stallion's body song right now. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, The music video is great too. And then I've been listening to a lot of Orville Peck lately, who is a gay country artist. Great. And, He's awesome. But also- So you are just fully in on country. <laughs> well, I guess so. Yep, I guess so. Right, moving on. Um, <laughs> but also, I want to ask one question. I'm sorry. I know this is, this again, I apologize. This episode is going off the rails and I feel Never bad. apologize, Amelia. Uh, thank you. Um, what holiday music are you guys listening to? Are you listening to holiday music? Because it is the time. It is the perfect time to be listening to it. It is. 100%, yes? Yeah. Yeah. I have a terrible take and it's that Pentatonix holiday music is really good. <laughs> My mom loves that. I think we have that on a CD. It's really good. And as soon as I hear that, all my siblings clear out of the room. (laughs) That's how they all start. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's good. We have some really good Christmas songs and I've been listening to them a lot. Wow, that's funny. My mom's going to be thrilled when she listens to this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Me and Pam. It's Pam, right? (laughs) Well, actually, she wears Pamela, excuse oh, me. Oh, Pamela. But, so, well, <laughs> you know, on the pentatonic circuit, we, we're, we're on a nickname <laughs> basis. <laughs> yes, Amelia. Pentatonic circuit, I'm sorry. All Christmas music is good, even yes. the pentatonic. <laughs> and everyone makes really good playlists. Like, basically just yes. throw a rock on Spotify. That's and true. you just, like, hit just, like, amazing, just, like, collections of music. I love it all. Truly. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson Christmas album is oh. also great. Wrapped Ooh, in red. Yeah. God, love a classic. Her. Yes. Yeah. Did any of us follow up and listen to the Megan Trainer Christmas album that we talked nope. about like a no. month ago? All right, cool. Well, I'll <laughs> look into that myself. Okay. Oh <laughs> Let's go to the last category and end this godforsaken episode. <laughs> this is Tea Time's unanswerable question. We all have questions this week. We so, do. Kate, how about you start us off? 
Uh, it's the Chromatica Oreos that you guys have been yeah. waiting for <laughs> since the very beginning of this podcast. Lady Gaga has dropped her collaboration with Oreos. She has made Chromatica Oreos, which it's weird timing. Chromatica came out a long time ago. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure why this is happening now. But they're green and pink, which to me is disgusting. Um, yeah. But it made me think if you were a celebrity and you were promoting something with Oreos or another kind of dessert, what junk food would you choose and how would you customize it? So I'm an absolute freak for Cheez-Its and I would do yes. Cheez-Its as a collab. Yes. I could eat a family-sized bag of that in one sitting. So how do I customize a fucking Cheez-It? I guess I would turn it a color. I would turn yeah. it pink Ooh. maybe. Because then it like hmm. still looks similar to orange, but it's not freaky like green or blue. I feel like that's too much. So that's yeah. what I would do. That's I good. That. My my biggest pet peeve is just when things look gross. And, uh, and I yeah. guess you just get it. You don't get it to taste good. You get it because you want to take a picture with your pink and green Oreos. But mine would have to like, I was thinking about it and I was like, what's my favorite like junk food cookie? And if you guys ever had those Keebler elf cookies with the big like thick chocolate on the inside where it's shaped like the elf and it has chocolate. No, no. Wow. Just absolutely empty. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was going to choose that and say that instead of an elf, it would be me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's that, that one over great. Maybe Twinkies. I, I feel oh. like customizable Twinkies would be good. Like one a pumpkin spice Twinkie. Guys, yeah. I have to tell you guys the story of a time I got trapped in college for three days and only had one um, Keebler's <laughs> cookies um, to eat for three days and I had to ration it out. <laughs> What? But I was I, I, I had no access to food or water. I only had like one Keebler's <laughs> cookie, like little package. I'll Wait, tell you guys what? that later. It's Wait, off mic. What? <laughs> so we actually can't trapped? even think about Keebler's cookies. So Keebler's cookies is giving you PTSD. It is legitimately I'm trapped for three days with only Keebler's cookies to live on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Amelia, sure, what's your I'm question? So sorry. <laughs> oh wow. my god! Wow. Oh my! I have a new perspective on Keebler's cookies. Okay. Uh. Anyway, this. Okay. My question is: So, IMDb recently came out with their IMDb top ten stars of 2020, and I guess it's like the most searched people. Uh, interesting. So, of course, you know who number one is. It's Ana de Armas. Congratulations. Yep. You, it worked. Yeah, we get it. Um, but so we also have like Julia Garner's on here. We've got Millie Bobby Brown, Anya Taylor Joy. We were talking how like random freaking Henry Cavill is here, but even <laughs> more random, I, I'm going to argue, than Henry Cavill is. Linda Cardellini? I'm not saying that she's a bad... I mean, she's a wonderful actress. I, You know, I've seen her maybe in one thing, like Scooby-Doo. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> why is Linda Cardellini at number nine? Why is she here? What has she done? I'm so confused. Okay, I have thoughts on this. My first thing as you started talking was like, oh, this is her team that paid for it because oh I feel like people are sneaky. But then I realized she was in Dead to Me, which had a new season come out. And I feel oh. like she is one of those faces where you're like, where do I know her from? Because she's yes. not being Googled, but she's like, where have I seen this person? Because she yes. kind of looks like three different people and she also <laughs> looks like a person you've seen a thousand times. So yes. I feel like IMDb is the exact place you'd go to look at Linda Cardellini because you're like, where do I know this Yes, face, you know? because sometimes Wikipedia won't even give you a picture exactly. from like 2008. And you don't need to know about her early career. You don't need to know oh her personal life and achievements. You just need to know the titles. Right. 
That's so yeah. true. So she also has right. the bangs. She has the bangs in Dead to Me. So like yes. that could throw you off because that's not totally. her usual style. Yes. And totally. Wow, Liz, okay. you just answered the unanswerable okay. question. Okay, yeah, you did. Congratulations. Fucking solved. Oh Great job. God. Okay, here's my question for you two, <laughs> Twitter users. Okay, so basically I found out this week that John Cena not only is like famous on Twitter for like sharing inspirational quotes <laughs> and apparently inspiring some set of people online, but is now turning it into two separate books, like a children's book and like an adult's book based on his tweets and like his basically like his Twitter persona. So I ask the room, if you were to turn your tweets and whatever you guys are like the bulk of your content online, if you were to turn that into a book, what would the book be about? His titles, by the way, are do your best every day to do your best every day. Oh my God. Not great. (laughs) Um, And then be a work in progress. So you don't have to title it. That's like a lot to put you guys on the spot, but like based on your tweets, what is the book that's coming out of your Twitter account? Um, K-pop 2019 to 2020. <laughs> Just thirsty. A thirsty book. From I Kate love Hall. that. Yeah. Or like a Harry Styles memes coffee table book. I feel oh, like I could just oh my God. print out a couple of those. And um, like you Urban just, Outfitters wants that idea and will sell it in their stores. Yeah. Yeah, legitimately. I think that, that's oh pretty God. low effort. A coffee table book is a great idea. That I is didn't even think idea. about that. Oh Amelia, what's your Twitter? What's like your Twitter um, identity? What's the book coming out? It's like random stuff I found online that I <laughs> thought I'd share and maybe 10 people will like it. That's, I would like, like that's one I, you know what it could be is like, you know, those bathroom readers where it's like a page of like this random thing and like a page of this so random you, thing. You'd sit so on the toilet, like, push your shit out and <laughs> read my book. Thanks. But the format wise, you know how your Instagram stories will be like, today we're going to talk about gigolos, yeah, a yes, 2000 reality well. TV show you've yes. never heard of. And then like yeah. you just learn about it in like two sentences that are like three Instagram stories. I feel like that's the format that would fit. The randomness I, of you your know, Twitter. I loved the I love tea that. time Instagram where it was like, let's rate the balloons or what? Was, it was like the parade <laughs> for Thanksgiving Day balloons. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I would buy both of your books just Liz, to what about you? you. Yeah. Yours would be uh, empty. <laughs> Hiding in the shadows by Liz Kelly. Oh, I, that's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it would be one. It would be one book about the uh, seeing Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis at Sweet Rose. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Scream it. Let's wrap this episode. Thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. Thank you and God bless our producer Kaya. So I'm Liz Kelly. <laughs> I'm Kate Alwell. and I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.